imposter syndrome, and inferiority. Entrepreneurs are the most stubborn, passionate, and creative people on earth. But running a business is tough, lonely, and oftentimes thankless. So how do you keep from going nuts while doing everything necessary to grow your company? Today, you were meant to hear this. Brian J. Pombo helps overworked owners and executives break through the frustrations and rekindle their passion. These are the principles, strategies, and tactics you can use to overcome obstacles and rediscover your absolute dream business. Here's Brian. Hi, I'm Brian Pombo. Welcome back to Brian J. Pombo Live. There's been a whole lot of talk these past few years about imposter syndrome. And I've had some talks with you about it in the past. You can go back and find those over at brianjpombo.com. I wanted to step back around and talk about it again because I think it's I think it's an interesting topic. It can go in so many different directions. And I think it's because that idea of being the imposter is very common and but it hits on so many different levels. There's so many different ways that we feel like we're an imposter in whatever it is that we do. And they oftentimes this gets tied to when you've had any form of success. You feel like you don't deserve it. When you have any type of attention given to you, uh, especially with social media and everything else being available, you feel like uh, that attention what isn't deserved and that people think you're something you're not. Now, I've mentioned this before, I think that a lot of this comes back to the fact that we're all imposters. Is that one way or the other, people are always going to put you up on a pedestal and think that you're something you're not because they're never getting the whole picture. No matter how much social media you do, uh, no matter whether, I don't care if you're doing video and photos and audio and everything else, people aren't getting the whole picture. They're only getting what you put out you're not going to put out everything. You're not going to show all of your all of your warts and all of your uh, bad deeds and everything. There's no reason to. Who would want to? Who would even want to watch that, right? And so it, it's, it's natural for somebody to get the wrong idea. Now, this isn't just because of the internet. This is the way it's always been. Every form of media, mass media that's ever been out there, you're going to get a different... Um, impression of the person that you're seeing. So in a sense, you are an imposter. You're an imposter because you are not what everyone thinks you are. And there's no way to make everyone know you so completely that they know exactly who you are. Because people are complex. We've got bright sides and dark sides to us, you know, good and bad. We've got a past. We have a sense of future. And uh, who we are from one moment to the other can change quite a bit. So no matter what, you're going to be an imposter to some extent. But I wanted to delve in more about the concept of inferiority because it's something that I dealt with in my past uh, quite a bit. Some, I actually had some friends had to point it out to me that there was, there, was this, there was this sense of inferiority that caused me to back away and to not take charge as much as I, I have the ability to. Um, and a lot of that comes from, you know, growing up. I think one way or the other, a lot of us end up under, under someone's thumb. I mean, just having parents alone causes an automatic, I mean, we're getting into some deep psychological stuff here, but it does cause, in a sense, a natural inferiority. We are, we are raised in a society 
as a child, you are automatically inferior to everyone else. You are automatically dependent on everyone else, which is a thing that most people don't tie back to itself. If you think about it, when it comes to dependency, equaling inferiority, that if you're dependent on anyone, you're automatically going to sense yourself as being inferior. That dependency causes that, which is where we really get into a tough thing when you start dealing with politics that causes inferiority of any sense, whether it's saying that someone sees you as inferior or whether it uh, you are being taken care of by someone else and therefore putting you in that dependency factor and therefore causing you to feel inferior. And that inferiority can be handled, it, we all have it to some extent. Growing up at some level, we all have a sense of inferiority. We feel lesser than other people. And some of it's natural and some of it's not right. It's something we have to grow up out of. In reality, we're all different. There's no way around it. There's going to be some people that are taller than you. There's going to be people who are shorter than you. It doesn't make tall or short right or wrong. It's just different. You're going to have people with darker skin. You're going to have people with lighter skin darker hair, lighter hair, uh, more hair, less hair, it, no matter what, there will always be that range across the board on everything that you are. And I'm just talking physical features, but the same thing can be true of any of your aspects, your creativity, your intelligence, everything is a spectrum. And there's no way around that. There's going to be differences constantly always have to watch for that concept in your head that it our minds tend to automatically go this direction but also there the power brokers tend to want to push us in the direction of saying because we are one way because we think one way talk one way look one way that we are therefore inferior to people who are not that way it's something to watch out for it is the imposter syndrome on a whole nother level. Uh, it's a deeper, it's deeper than the imposter syndrome, but it's, I think the imposter syndrome is a, it's a um, reaction to that. I think a lot of that is already in us. If you can recognize it in yourself and not get worked up about it, not be emotional and be a kind of separate, separate yourself from that, kind of pull back from all the emotions and a lifetime of feeling lesser than, then you can see the parts of you that really are lesser than and need to go, you know? And then there's parts of you that really aren't lesser than, they're just different. They're different from everybody else. And that's okay to be different. There's nothing wrong with that. It's just, it's a part of life. So that's kind of a very broad idea of us kind of attacking the imposter syndrome from a different direction. It can really be looked at a whole lot of different ways. I love hearing other people's perspective on it. So I'd love to hear what you think about the imposter syndrome, wherever you're watching or listening to this, leave a comment. Tell me, uh, have you ever found yourself in this position? I find myself less and less in that position when I when I realize that everyone's an imposter, that every person that I have any respect for, any person that I've ever put up on any type of pedestal, when I get to know them, I realize they're just a human. They got all the same issues or worse than I have or, or that someone else may be dealing with. And they're just, we're all just humans trying to work our way through this, old or young. 
it's all pretty much the same and there's no reason to feel like an imposter as long as you're not lying. That's <laughs> one of the things that gets brought up sometimes when it comes to imposter syndrome is just the idea of fraud. If you're pretending to be and, and, and purposefully putting out uh, something that is a complete and utter lie, that's not cool. And that's a whole nother type of imposter that you're dealing with on the inside. So you got to keep an eye on that one too. <laughs> that's all I got for tonight. You have a good one. Hey, go check out my special training on content marketing. When you're developing content marketing, you're putting yourself out there and you're going, you may deal with this imposter syndrome concept. I want to see if it, if you want to see if content marketing is even right for you, that's the real question. Uh, go to contentmarketingquestion.com and go sign up for my training to help you through that process, especially if you're a bit, if you have a business or you have something big that you really like to do, this is a great way to be able to, to just finalize, get that question answered, whether content marketing is even worthwhile or whether you need to focus on something that's a little bit, a little bit more laid back. So go check that out, contentmarketingquestion.com. That's all I got for tonight. You have a good one. We'll be back tomorrow. In the meantime, get out there and let the magic happen.